0: But
1: this morning. Father Lord, we thank you for this opportunity, for this grace to stand in presence of your people, to proclaim your word. Father Lord, as we are sang this morning, our hope is bid on nothingness. Father Lord, we pray you give us the grace, you give me the grace to, see, to, to say your word according to how it is in Jesus' mighty name we pray. I really thank God. For this opportunity to stand before you people today, and why this is a great privilege because we have, we have uh, celebrated our 60, 62 independent day yesterday. And then um, I think somewhere along the line, somebody was born. Just before the independence, and I think I'm, I'm privileged to talk about this today. And then also the topic given to me is something that is special. You know, throughout this year, we've been talking about uh, being the light of the world. You know, as a Christian, you're supposed to be the light of the world. But are, are most are, are people really the light of the world? Because see people are really the light of the world. I don't think we will be where we are today. But I think there is still hope. And then thank God for the topic given to me shining as a light in leadership. Well, before I go on, I wish to thank the uh, Venerable, uh, Professor Venerable Ike and his team for this privilege to talk about leadership. If I had that since I left the banking industry, because I spent the greater part of my life in the banking industry, and since I left the banking industry, I've been talking about this leadership. Because even while I was in the bank, I discovered that our greatest problem in, in Nigeria is leadership. Because I've just, instead of us moving up, it's like every day we are just moving back, moving back based my experience in the bank and since i left the bank nothing has been nothing has improved in terms of leadership because it is said that everything rises and falls on the leadership is that not true everything rises without exception even the progress we are making in this church you discover it's about leadership everywhere you go you discover it's about leadership any industry you go you talk about leadership and then that's why leadership is a very critical, uh, it's a very critical issue. But unfortunately, we don't have anywhere people go for this subject called leadership. Everybody seems to know, I assume, to know what leadership is all about. Immediately, somebody is appointed or given an opportunity you start acting. But it's not as simple as that. And that's why, if you don't take time as a person, the position given to you that is supposed to lift you and lift others, and at the end of the day, it may finish you and finish others, because that's irony of leadership. Because when we talk about leadership, we are talking about people. We are leading people. We are not leading animals. And then you are supposed to lift them, lift them to the next level. That's the sense of leadership. Beyond that, I don't think. So if if you look around in this church. Let me use this church because that's what is closed the find out that the progress the church is making, you know, the other day somebody was telling me that um, uh, since venerable came, as has built uh, eight uh, churches outside, uh, I mean, as a result of leadership because that's his uh, priority. So that, and the find out that one thing about leadership that leadership. As far as I'm concerned, there's no school in Nigeria where you go to learn about leadership. You can learn other subjects. But this critical uh, subject, nowhere you can go and learn it. But I've tried to. So, where I'm taking my... I'm talking about leadership from John Maxwell's Bible. It's also King James uh, a Bible. It's just... Um, that's where I've been taking my... It's not a conventional Bible. It just talks about leadership so much. And then, since I'm a student of leadership, so most of the time, anything I read, I make reference to that leadership Bible. You know, it will interpret it in a leadership form and all the rest of it. And today, the, the subject is shining as light in leadership. You now ask yourself what's, what's, what is this subject they call leadership all about? What is it all about? This subject called leadership. You find that leadership is about people. How do you manage people? And then leadership is also, uh, you can be appointed, you can be given a position, or given appointed as a, as a leader. But you find that you can also assume a leadership position without nobody appointing you. Because you might be in a group, and then uh, where... Okay, let me use for my, my, myself as an example. When I left the banking industry, then while in the bank, I thought about this leadership. I went and registered my Daniel local leadership, uh, uh, leadership foundation. And then when I wanted to register it, they insisted I must use my name to register it. Maybe they saw the, I don't know, they insist I must use my, all my name to register it so that they will hold me responsible. Then I registered it. Along the line, since we'll be going to schools to talk about leadership, we'll be moving all over the place. In short, some people know me, even because I belong to two prominent uh, um, organizations, Rotary Club and then uh, Full Gospel. In Rotary Club, most people don't even know my name, all they know that uh, Mr. Leadership. So that shows you that leadership has taken a greater part of my life. So, but we're looking at it from the Bible, and today we are looking at uh, Nehemiah. But before I go into our main text today, we'll look at leadership. What is the subject of this leadership? If find out that leadership is about influencing people. You can either influence people positively or influence people uh, negatively. So both are leadership. You can either live a good, a positively, uh, impact on people or you leave negative impact, but you must do something as a leader while you are leading them. It's either you lead them to the promised land or you lead them anywhere you must lead them. Something must happen. So that's why this subject is very important. But before you go into leadership, we look at leadership and management. We discover that leadership is something, is the first creation because in everything you do they always first creation and second creation the first creation is about who initiates leadership is about initiating something why are you a leader why you're in that position you ask yourself what have you initiated why why you are giving that opportunity and then as a a, a management you just manage what the first uh, creation has been created so that's you manage what is on the ground it's just like this church now Maybe when it was built, somebody initiated it before it was built, and now it has been built, and somebody will come to manage it, like all those uh, churches that have been established. It's about leadership. It's about initiating. Somebody take time. Okay, while we are reading, while uh, this um, Nehemiah, uh, somebody was reading this lesson. he discovered that when Nehemiah went to Jerusalem, what did he do? While others, he went around went around. People don't know what because he said Jerusalem is in shambles, And then he saw the problem. And then he went to Jerusalem to address the problem. And then why people, where he just went around, was looking around, because as a leader, you know know what the problem you you want to solve. And it's only you. At that point, nobody knows what you have in mind. So, according to the lesson uh, we read, so when uh, Nehemiah went to the israel he saw that the problem is there so he went about looking at how hard and then when he wanted to say what he wanted you know they laugh at him i don't want us to repeat i think we read read it was from the lesson and i was listening very attentively you know the difference between today and the other days that come even those lessons we are going around i would not be i would not be so attentive but today i was so attentive today i think i was among the first to be in this to come into church and even whenever they ask me and that's why when you want to you see you want to you want to get somebody's attention give me a responsibility because responsibility will make somebody to sit up I'm telling you like when the lesson was I was just listening careful word by word you know so that you don't listen, you don't listen. but if you had before I would be at the back oh, At times I may not know what is going on so but that's the truth so because i don't going to talk about it so when we look about this uh, leadership and management it's just like when you are building a house you know they are this architect they will design do everything at that point that's the leadership then after designing and doing every other what you want to do and all the rest you want to do then the builder will now come to manage what you are putting on the ground so i'm just trying in a simple way to explain the difference between uh leadership and management because most of the you discover that in our country most of people will call our leaders as far as i'm concerned they are just managing instead of leading because as a leader let's say as a governor of a state you are supposed to say okay uh, this uh, today about the market is filled up okay we are going to move it there's one one governor that have been here and he was initiating because of the day it's not what you manage that makes you a leader it's what you initiate what do you initiate what different thing are you creating on the ground what can people at the end of the day as an addition it's just like let's use our church for example now at least our reverend is going on transfer but at least we always remember that he has viewed um established churches beyond this place is that not true and that's an heart of leadership it's just, if you manage what has been existing, and then you don't establish, you don't initiate something extra. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you are just, and if I know that, that's why at the age of, uh, after 62 years, we are just rotating. If I out that, if you, if you know what has been on the ground before now, you pity this country. You cry for this country, honestly. You sincerely cry because before now, at least, it's just like a wire in the bank. I think I have opportunity to travel. I've traveled out of Nigeria twice. Once I went to UK. And when I got there, I saw the rail system. What, everything is working and I just said, God, who will do it for our country? Because I know I will not have the opportunity. So, I was just asking God. Well, when I came back, I discovered that all those things have been here but it was vandalized. If you go to this Artisan Quarters, you understand what I'm talking about, the, railway stage, uh, the, rail, the rail station that had been vandalized. If you, in short, as of now, they are converting all those places to estates, uh, one estate or the other. If you go to Artisan Quarters, that's when I talk about railway, because if railway has been working in this country, somebody can come as far as from port to here, go to work and go, and go back every day, and he will not feel it. But due to, I don't know. I think we have a destructive spirit in this country. I would both to say it. I think most of our leaders have a very destructive spirit. Instead of moving us forward, it's like they are moving us back. And that's why I find out that really nothing is working. Can you imagine keeping students for almost how many, how many months at home now? And they are not bothered. They are not sensitive to issues. Because one of the primary responsibilities of a leader is being sensitive. Because they are leading human beings, what is the problem? How can it? But I tell you, if if like the president has come down to meet us at their point of level, please, there is no money, there is no. Okay, what can we do? I mean, this issue would have been resolved. But maybe he did not understand it. That's why leadership looks at a non-issue. But if I know that, if you don't take time, it will mess you It will mess you up big time. And when you are giving, because one thing about leadership, by the time you enter that office, it's like satellite. Every person's eyes is on you. Whether you like it or not, they are watching what you are doing. Whether you are doing it right you are doing it wrong. Because it's just like now I'm talking. Everybody is looking at me. You know, like before, when I sit there, nobody will know that I have come to church or not. <laughs> so that's, that's leadership for you. But um, let's look at influence of... Uh, Because one thing about leadership, leadership is driven by principle. That's why in leadership there are a lot of laws. They say laws of this one, laws of respect, laws of... Everything you do about leadership is about law. And then if you don't queue into that law, you will not get it right. It's not something you just feel that you can just do anything you like and then get away. It's not done like that. So let's look at... um, Okay, like I said something about... uh, um, leadership and management and you know when you deal with about human beings you must also study human beings because you want to you want to succeed as a leader you must study human beings because it's not animal you are leading it's human beings and you will discover that in leadership there are two types of people human beings proactive leaders and reactive leaders proactive leaders it's just like when god hit 10 people only one person came to say thank you These are the proactive leaders. But the reactive leaders, they believe you have done your job. And then the reactive people are driven by feeling. It's what they feel that is what any other thing you are doing. They are not interested in the value or the job that brought them together. It's how you are feeling or what did you touch their feeling. That's a bad woman. And there are this aspect of abundance uh, mentality and scarcity mentality. What is abundant mentality? Abundant mentality, who believe there is enough, the food should go around. And scarcity mentality, those who believe there is not enough, and then anywhere you see them. And then, that's why, at times, somebody can be appointed a, uh, to manage an organization. Before you know it, he's talking about downsizing. Because he believes there's no resources to pay them. In short, what is holding as and federal government is, 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 is a bad mentality. They believe there's no money, but there's money. There's money. It may not be physical money, but just give people hope that, okay, go back to school. They will do this, will do this. I mean, before you know it, people... But when they believe that, you know... And then, there there's always um, people who believe that uh, they are in charge. You know, their position as a leader, then anything they say is final. You know, there are some people who don't, you don't challenge them when they are in leadership position. At least I know one of the ex governors. Anything he says is final. Like now, this politician is coming now. He said that you are going to support the APC. Don't challenge him. Not where, even if you challenge him, it will be at his back. But he found out that that's a tyrant. So when we look at leadership, it's a very because there's nothing you do. Human beings will not react one word the other. But you should how do you manage them? How do you manage those stubborn people? Because along the line, you must get them. They're always there to resist anything you say whether positive or negative they may be doing it deliberately but how do you manage them because when you talk about leadership you are talking about human being the essence of leadership why leadership are very important because as a leader leaders are who train more leaders Why you are in leadership position your position is to train more leaders he said leader does not mean that getting others to follow it also means equipping and preparing leaders to guide god's people that is as a leader when you are given leadership position you know that people must follow you but the essence of that leadership position is for you to prepare others equip them because beyond where you are aware so that they can stamp in the gap so, leadership is not just a bad position. People follow you here and there. You know, unfortunately, in this part of the world, we believe that uh, when you give somebody a position of leadership, that that person is your boy. Yes, it's your boy to an extent, but you find out that the moment you are not there, something must happen. And you discover that while leadership has become a very serious issue, you find out that most business, because when we talk about leadership, it's not only in the church, either in the government or in the business. Why most businesses are collapsing? Because when they are given that, uh, when they have achieved success, sustaining that success and then making sure they hand it over to another person becomes a big problem. Let me give you an example. When we are working in the bank, then we are traveling from here to, we used to go with a Ekene. And then I remember one day, taking a Kenya in the morning, and then we go to Lagos around 11 o'clock or 11.20. But today, where is that transport? Ekenai transport is nowhere to be seen. Why? Leadership issue. Why leadership issue? Because when you look at leadership, like I said, it looks as a non-issue. But you ask yourself, like each time I ask myself, how do you God calls me home today? What will I say of value I've added to my fellow humanity? It's not about money, it's not about what have, you, what have you done to your fellow humanity so that... And I told God that if I leave this world, at least I've been talking about leadership for those who have here to hear. You know, at times when we go to Second school when we go to Second this to talk about leadership, there was one we went, and after talking, the boy called me, one boy came. Uncle, will you come again? I said, yes, I will come again. Because for him to say whether I will come again, I mean, he must have been influenced for what I said, because, you see, when we talk about leadership, it's just not just when that person entered into position. Leadership is about nurturing somebody. Leadership is about ability. Discovering first ability. First of all, if you don't discover ability, you will not manage it well. Because it's only when a leader discovers ability, then he can manage it well. And then nurture that ability, and before you know it, that ability can become something else. Because God does not create a useless person as far as I'm concerned in this world. For every person God created, there's, there's a reason why God created that person. You might see that person as a useless person, but in the eyes of God, it's not so. So, that's why leaders play a very big role. Like, when you come to, uh, if they said, let me use, they said, leaders are brokers of gift. You know, like I said, every person has gifts. Every human being God created on this earth has a gift, but it takes leaders' ability to to, to discover those gifts. Like at times when we come and then we discover uh, Doctor Simbadiwe is always uh, prophesying. It's a gift. Not every person can do it. And then let me tell you, let me explain here. There's, he said, leaders are brokers of gift, and then there's gift of prophecy. There are gifts of teaching. You know, I won't go time to explain because of time constraint. I know I have only how many minutes to talk. And then there are gifts of exhortation. And then there are gifts of, of, uh, of generous, uh, generously share. That's gift of uh, giving. And then also there are gifts of leadership. And then there are also gifts of mercy. These are different gifts. God has given every person. So, and then, why church? Because church is like, uh, for as far as, well as I'm concerned, it's like a, a bank, an institution. Whereby, like a bank, when we were in the bank, you see people carrying money every day, trooping to the bank. And then you see people coming to withdraw. They act as an intermediary. Like a church is supposed to be the same as an intermediary. As an inter- intermediary. Because those who have this kind of gift will come, and those who have this kind of gift. So how do you identify those people so that you can, so that both of them, the iron can sharpen iron. I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. Because if find out there are times when we come to church, people will sit. Maybe the next person to you might be your savior in life. Maybe you are looking for all this, all this while. Maybe the next person sitting to you. You just come and sit and go. And then you may not recognize, you may not even wonder, you may not say, okay, please, can I know you? Or what is, you just walk and go. Because why I'm saying this, I've seen it happen that most of the time we cry, say, with this one, but at times what you might be looking up might be within you. But you will not open your eyes. or or You will not open your eyes because it's not God that will come and open your eyes to see. Is that not true? So, that's why Gift, uh, leaders, is one, they are brokers of gift. They're not just bring those people, you know. It's all like now, today now giving me opportunities to come and talk. This is the greatest opportunity I can ever get, you know, talking. And then, um, when we talk about leadership, he said that, one thing about leadership, he said, evolution of leadership. Proverbs 18, 21. Evolution of leadership, when you look at leadership, if I know that, many have said that culture has witnessed four type of leadership since uh, uh, 1915, yeah. There are these military commander, A leader come out of military and expected unquestionable obedience from subordinates. Yeah. There are many. Yeah. Then we have this type, the other type of leadership, the chief executive officer. These are the managing directors or maybe chief executive in an office. Most leaders migrate to different style given by vision, shared by everyone. Then we have this coach, coach maybe as in football. I think that's where uh, coaching is is very popular. They're all leaders in their different uh, 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 perspective. This is how leadership come on board. Then there are these leaders who see the need to express their heart of a team and then give words. So they, okay they develop players using encouragement and direction they recognize the the power of words and use them these are the people that use encouragement. you know he said have to do with uh, a poet and garden it's another type of uh, leadership and then we also looking at leaders know the difference i said leader leader can and should make plans and should never forget that God is in control. In, uh, God God who controls the future. The king's heart is in the hands of the Lord, says the Bible. But the rivers, like the rivers of the water, he turns his whenever he wishes. Successful leaders remember this and therefore know the difference between in charge and being in control. When we are kids, we think we are in control. We may we may have charge of the group. But the best we can do is to remain under control. God is the ultimate leader. No matter where you go, God is the ultimate leader. And you see why some people have problems. When they get into certain problems, they believe that, or when they, have, when they get into certain position, they believe that God uh, is their schoolmate. Or God is, instead of putting God in front, because how do you put God? You say, God, I don't know where I'm going. Help me. Because at times they say that the angels are surrounding, And then if you don't call on them, it's just like in the Bible. The Bible says you should ask. Knock. There are three of them. It's your responsibility to do them. If you don't do them, eh? is, it, is it God's fault? It's not the fault of God. But there are things you do. There are things within your control. And there are things outside your control each time I ask God what is within my control I say this leadership is within my control I can talk about it because that one I'm not I'm not uh, taking permission from any person to discuss about it but thank God today uh, uh, our venerable saw the ability to say I should come and talk and not only saying uh, that when we are celebrating our independent so it's a very critical period because if you reflect back what has been going on, on, that, on in this country you now ask God but the good thing that, yeah, you know, at times some people say there is nothing to celebrate. I say as a human being, when you are alive, there is something to celebrate because you are alive. If you are joined those who have gone under, there is nothing. Because it is only the living that celebrate. Is that not true? Ah. So, when we look at also, I say leader, leader is a watchman. Who guides the flocks? You know, Jeremiah 6, um, 16 to 19 this was instance of uh, jeremiah you know when we talk about leadership you know you look at this church now you know they said they are the watchman from here now you see the 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 shepherd and then those of us here are the sheep is that not true the shepherd guys the sheep eh? for me to be here now is it not even everybody didn't give me opportunity will i be here so this one of the things uh, the shepherds do to identify talents, give them opportunity, so that they will make mistakes. because of talking, they will make mistakes. Is that not true? But you also learn. Because there is no way you get better and better. It is only when you learn and improve. Eh? So, we are looking at Jeremiah. Jeremiah served, as a, served well as a watchman. But he never convinced the masses to get on board with what is right. In your own leadership, where do you draw the line? In doing what is right, and what will retain your followers? So this is something uh, describing Jeremiah as a watchman. And as a leader, every leader is a watchman. But if I know that in this country, ask yourself whether our leaders are watchmen, especially in politics. Are they watchmen? Are they watching you? Or are they watching themselves? Okay, it's only you that will answer. It's a profile of leadership. Speaking the hard truth without compromise. You know, as a leader, it's, it's your duty. Your duty bound to speak the truth. If you speak the truth, they hear. Fine. If you don't speak the truth, but God will always hold you responsible. You know, when God created heaven and earth, He created man first, and then later created uh, uh, He created Adam first, and later created, uh, Eve came on board. And along the line, I don't know whether it was a coincidence or whatever happened that, uh, when Eve when, uh, did, I uh, have taken what, uh, you people know about this one, so I don't want to go about it, but I'm trying to look at the fact. Did what you're supposed to do. When the man is supposed to say no, 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 no. The worst aspect of it that he also collected the thing and eat. Instead of saying no, 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 this is not what God... Because your responsibility is to tell people the truth. You tell them the hard truth that sin is a problem. See how you can now. Because you can force a horse to the stream. You cannot force a horse to drink water. Is that not true? So, as, 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 as a shepherd, they are ought to tell you nothing but the truth. This is what, this is, You see? In this, in this life, since I came to this life, there are always two things. Positive, negative, negative. Even when you come to church, you see the altar, old and new altar. You see new churches and the old churches. And then you see everything new. This one, old and new. But the truth of the matter, the standard, the principle, the basic principle. Even when we are in the bank, you have like First Bank, all this bank. They say they are old uh, generation bank. And then you have the new generation, uh, the the new banks, Zenith Bank, all this bank. But if find out that the bottom line at the end of the day is money. They are taking money, giving money, whatever. But it's now the service process they deliver it that makes this one new and this one old. Is that not true? And I find that at the end of the day, it's same money transaction, is it money issue? Look at it from left or right, is it money? Is that no money? they call it new, uh, new generation and then it's the service that makes them old and new eh? but if, so the same thing with the word of God if another, the word of God never changes it's like it's like a timeless uh, you see the same st- standard when it happened and then when God came yes, Eve did what he did but he didn't go to Eve he called Adam and that's why I'm still telling men today. Even I tell myself that God will hold me responsible if anything happens. He will not go to your wife to ask you. The standard has never changed. And it will never change. Because these are, because you can't hold you can't uh, hold two, two people responsible for, for the same... Somebody must be held responsible. So, when we talk about leadership, you can't compromise. And then, leaders must know what is uh, really valuable. Because they know uh, what is on the ground. Leaders must recover the difference between ultimate and immediate. God is is the source and He provides lives. Spiritual things are ended. Immediate things. You know, because they always end. Each time I say end time, end time, end time. Each time I ask myself, when will my end time come? Eh? So, I'm always preparing, even if this is my last uh, this day, I'm always preparing that if any time comes so that I'm prepared, I will not tell God that I didn't do this, I'm supposed to do this one. And then uh, we look at um, the always natural and spiritual leaders. You know, when you look at natural leaders, you look at their, how they respond to issues. Natural leaders, believe have self-confidence in them. They know it's either when they want to do something, they say you must know this one, you must know Mr. S and Y. They make decisions based on what they know. Ambition. But the spiritual leaders have confidence in God. Knows God. Seek to find out God's will at whatever, whatever they are doing. They are looking at God's will. What would this Self-sacrificing. I mean, I'm looking at the difference between natural leaders and they find out that this is what happened even in politics some people have come to a point they've relegated god to the background because they believe they have a lot of money so when they give you money that money has become your god but you discovered that somebody who now so we are looking at the differences the servant of all the spiritual leaders are servant of all why why the natural leaders enjoy commanding others they give you instruction. They will, they will not care you, how you feel. Then the natural leaders, they are independent. They don't care. They do what they like. But the spiritual leaders are God dependent. Anything they do, they say, God, what is this? Can they do this? Well, why will people they to them? So, the natural leaders get power through personality. Why the spiritual leaders get power through the Holy Spirit? You know, I'm trying to look at the difference between natural leaders Even as it becomes very painful that even so many people that come to church behave instead of putting God first in whatever they are doing, they also behave like natural leaders, ego, pomposity. Then, as a leader, it's your responsibility to inspire others to find their voice. You know, what does that mean? You discover that, like, uh, in the banking industry, let me say where, where, where I know much. He discovered that they are just using human beings in short for any person working in the back here will agree with me that he's not sure that if he goes to work on friday and then he's sure that he's going on monday maybe within that place they will have given me a letter but he found out that all those things were not there before it's, that's why at times when they say if you want to give a black man resources it becomes a problem you know, a black man does not know how to manage resources. And a black man does not know how to manage. I'm sorry to say it. I'm just being very blunt. Because at the end of the day, God will ask me, what did I say? And I will tell him this is what I said. You know, they don't know how to manage. If I know today, unlike when we are in the bank, when we, you know, we go to travel to Lagos, go and come back with hard currency, millions, and then come back safely. But today cannot happen. Because they are mismanaging human beings instead of making them, you know, it's like, and that's why you see the uh, people living in the banking industry. Sorry, they are living in other sectors, but I think banking industry is the worst, because I'm privileged to know. You can be in a bank, working now, working very hard, doing everything, on Monday morning they will come, that they will give you a letter. From nowhere, you know, all those things were not there before. But let me tell you the origin, because I know the origin because when we were in the in the, in the bank precisely uh, first bank one man who rose from the rank to become managing director immediately he came he becomes managing director he said that every other person would denounce union maybe that's what they are struggling with us now whether they can deny, uh, they can destabilize the asset but he found out that god will not allow them to do it you know a tried to do it when uh, Shomole was there uh, I don't know whether some of you are flowing. When uh, when Obasanjo was um, was uh, was in power, and then Oshoomolay called out for strike, I think there was a fuel increase. And then there are nothing Obasanjo did, didn't do to destabilize the uh, uh, NSC then, but it didn't work. So, and if i out in this case now, they are doing everything they can do, but God will not allow them to have their way. God will not allow them, because when they destabilize it, defects, you know, it's just like... Uh, uh, then in the bank, when they give you letters, letter, others will rejoice. You say it's not their turn, but gradually, gradually it's getting to their turn. You find out that nobody works and retire from the bank. And it's a very serious issue. You know, your mind is not settled. Well, ask any person that is working in the bank. At least I'm a witness. That's why I tell you that it's a sector I work. And then because I work there, that's, it's a sector that also took me to London once. And then we're able to see what is happening. The other time is during my... When I went on a pregame. You know. At the same London. Some, some people are going on weekend work today from Friday. Go to London. Monday night. They are back to Nigeria. work, You know. Nigeria is a funny place. That's why I tell when you complain. Don't complain too much. Because some people are taking advantage of what is happening. So. So. What I'm saying that. God has a criterion for leaders. Shepherds after their heart. If find out that for you to. You must possess these four skills. For you to be a good shepherd, you must have attitude skill. You must have people skill. You know, these are from Jeremiah as well, Jeremiah uh, 315. You must have people skill. You must, you, must be, you must have equipping skill. Because it's human beings you are leading. You understand? And then you must have a leadership skill. Ability to cast vision, plan strategy, Direct dreams and empower others. That's the essence of leadership. Then, our main topic, before I have to summarize it, when you talk about uh, Jeremiah, you see, Jeremiah is a fantastic leader. You know, we have 360 degrees, 360 degrees is a circle, and we have uh, leaders, but unfortunately, I have not seen any type of leader in, in this country because if you have, we will be at where we are in short if 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 i'm to a scale i think some of them will score 30 30 uh, uh, 30 degrees against against 360. so what makes nehemiah, uh, nehemiah exceptional it's just like moses moses also 360 degrees what do you mean by three you know 360 is complete circle those who have achieved in every ramification they made the standard you know before you are giving admission they will say you meet the standard you meet the standard or maybe in the uh, jam he said you scored a uh, so-so And is that your point. So why Nehemiah is standing Because he took initiative. He just like Moses. When he wanted to, in a burning bush, you know, when uh, Abraham, uh, God wanted, he took over from uh, uh, Abraham to deliver people uh, from, uh, to the promised land. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't prepared. And then he wasn't, he was just, but at the end of the day, he was able to achieve something. You know, and that makes him an exceptional leader. The same thing with uh, Neh- Nehemiah. He find out that if you want to be a good leader, to be very frank with you, go and read about Nehemiah, what he did. Because he's time driven, how many? 42 days. And then he went there. And then, as a leader, don't think when you come on board, there will be no distraction. Even they wanted to stop him, but he, he, he did his best so that they will not stop him. And one outstanding thing about Nehemiah that He developed others to carry on. It's just like our reverend, our venerable will soon live. So he developed others. But this should have he developed others to carry on. Because one thing about leadership is just our Lord Jesus Christ. You know that he will live. And then he was preparing others. If you you also read about uh, Apostle Paul. The find that Apostle Paul is a fantastic leader he said 360 degrees because he was preparing others empowering them equipping them giving all what even when they make mistakes will they come and then one thing about leadership don't think when you become a leader people will not criticize you you know one thing about criticism i discovered that criticism is very interesting that is for those who have like mind though if you have a small mind you 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 die before your time but if you have a like mind about criticism Okay, let me give you an example. You know, when uh, our president, last time he visited him state, you know, people were criticizing about his dress and all the rest of it. But this time around, when he came the second time, I don't know whether I, uh, any of you watched him, how he was marching majestically. And all those prayers, you don't have anything to write. So that's the product of criticism, because criticism will make you to wake up. If nobody is criticizing, you are not doing anything, no. If you are a leader... People are not criticizing you. You are not doing anything. But you should now. What are they saying? Is this element of truth is what you ask yourself. You know, some people, if you criticize them, even they see they, they will retire you from office. Yeah. Huh? So, so, we are looking at, and uh, I might draw close to, we uh, we got numerous lessons about this story. It's one of the grand, uh, grand narratives on leadership. Consider the following list. Ten things I know about leadership. Leadership is an influence. Everything rises on the leadership. Leadership must handle the few. The ministry in the hands of many. Leadership takes responsibility for every area of the task. The most important ingredient in leadership is credibility stroke, integrity. That is, if you lose your integrity or credibility, well, you will see lead, but I am... Leaders possess numerous faith in people. That is, as a leader, you must believe in people because you are there to transform them. I didn't just come here just to come and inform you. I come here so that at the end of to those who are not taking leadership as a serious issue, please take it because at the end of the day, you will never know. Somebody might one day become a governor from this place. Somebody will one day become a senator, whatever. And the one thing about leadership, even if you don't lead any person, you lead yourself. Because if you don't lead yourself, there's no way you lead others, and you must know where you are going. And that's why in leadership, when somebody becomes a governor, you see there's what I call like vultures from nowhere. You see people coming, back, 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 back. before you know it, they divert where you are going, and before you know it, at the end of the day, if at the end of the day, Buruburu left office, who knows who is advising him? Whether his mother is advising or father is advising, who knows? All you know. Today, when we talk about. Uh, um, Uh, ...June 12th at you remember one person? Eh? Will you remember two people? So, at the end of the day, it's your name that is at stake. That's one thing about leadership. But then, at the end of the day, how do you guide that name so that... Because you can't do it alone. I say, leadership can be taught. You know, some people believe that uh, they are born with leaders. It's not true. And leaders are, are effective communicators of vision. Problem solving is, a, is the quickest means. To, you see Nehemiah, that was his a problem that, um, you know, he wants to address the problem. I actually address the problem. I'm not only addressing the problem, I address it within the record time. Eh? And then, uh, but lastly, I will not. Uh, let me say this: they search at the lost sheep. That's the responsibility of a leader. They deliver the captives, the captive sheep. They gather the dispersed sheep. They feed the hungry sheep. That is this is the job of a, lead, of, of a leader. Rest, okay. Bind up the hot sheep. Strengthen the weak sheep. Is this responsibility of a leader to strengthen the weak ones? You know. And then protect the vulnerable sheep. Yeah, sheep. We are referring is me and you. Is that not true? Uh huh. Equip the needy ships and then direct all So, with this uh, little point of, of mine, if we are where we are debating, they say with this little point of <laughs> I will, I will, I will I will rest my case because, you know, leadership is also time driven. So, when they say your time is off, so you better respect the time. <laughs> so, so, but before I hand over a microphone, please, those. Because one thing about leadership, some people have messed up opportunity given to them, but I believe I'm talking to the young people. I believe that so many young people here that has future when it comes to leadership, because it will come. Leadership position will come. It may not be at it must come, but how do you manage it so that, how do you manage human beings? So for those of us, this one is not all tackled, this one is. For those of you who believe that uh, when they are given, when when the opportunity comes for leadership, And they will not mismanage. Please, if you can, come out so that. Because you must seek God first in leadership. And that's why if you don't do that, at the end of the day, whatever you see, don't blame God. Because the opportunity will always come. Thank
0: you.